The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello, everyone. I hope you're pouring yourself another cup of coffee or just getting comfortable to listen to the program wherever you are. I would say in the Midwest, but now I realize how many people across the country are listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, including in Europe. Hey, everybody, send us a little note in Europe where you're uh, at it, chaunceysmedia at aol.com. Just send us a little note. Tell us what country you're in listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. We'd love to hear from you. But let's first talk about it. This is the craziest December weather I can remember in a long time. I mean, we have here in the northern illinois area we still have only a little bit of skim ice when i say skim ice i mean skim ice that skim ice is something which you really have to be careful with and don't go on it and i know in southern wisconsin uh, there's a couple of not bigger lakes but you know medium-sized lakes that have two inches of ice and people are already out ice fishing not me i'm a full-figured four-inch kind of guy myself that's what i look for okay <laughs> but we're going to have a pre- pretty good show lined up for you to talk about all kinds of stuff whether it's fishing hunting camping or napping in a hammock we want to make sure you know what's going on but on this week's show we're going to have a very young hunter his name is carter mcintyre uh, he's a nine-year-old hunter and uh, that's right i said nine years old and he's going to be uh, talking about his first upland bird that he took at the illinois conservation foundation director's hunt then uh, the doctor of fishology yes the doctor of fishology mr mark kubo will educate us on how winter perch fishing is what's been happening now to catch perch in the Chicagoland lakefront. It's no longer that summer fishery that we used to love to do as kids. It's a winter fishery, folks. He's going to educate us on the winter perching uh, across the whole lakefront that so many people are doing, and he's going to give us some helpful tips on exactly how to hook those tasty little Lake Michigan perch. Mmm, so good. (laughs) We will then have in our last segment of the show the Aiden Fishing Report and some other outdoor information for you. So don't don't walk away. Don't go crazy. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, another soda pop. Make yourself something to eat. 
put it, keep it on the stream and listen to us on the ESPN radio app, which is a free download, or you can listen to us on your radio. Just tuned in at AM 1000. Before we go anywhere, we've got Brett Nauman from Exelon Nuclear, which is changing its name uh, to Constellation, but we're going to be, he's going to be telling us a little bit of information about the great fish for a cure that has raised over a half a million dollars for local charities. Now let's hear from Brett. We are in Braidwood, Illinois, to talk about what else but the Exelon Nuclear Fish for a Cure with our good buddy Brett Nauman here, who hey, has took over a job that he's doing a yeoman job. But hey, <laughs> Brett, I mean, this is so cool. We're, we're at the, the food pantry here in, uh, in Braidwood, where the donation from last year's event uh, is going to help feed the people in the community, right? That's correct. Uh, um, we, we didn't have the uh, fishing tournament last year because of COVID. That was the second straight year that we, we haven't had the tournament. But we, um, the employees at Braidwood Station and Exelon Generation were still able to put together a donation of $16,000 for the Braidwood Food Pantry. And uh, we also gave another 16000 to uh, Northern Illinois Food Bank. So I'm um, really trying to to uh, help the community in a way it needs it most here during the pandemic, which is, uh, you know, providing food to, to families in need. Well, that's one of the, the things about this tournament from the very beginning, is that it's not just the tournament that's raising money, uh, and you, there is some prize money that actually, the prize money doesn't come from the tournament. That comes out of excellence, generosity, correct? That's correct. Exelon pays for for all the costs of the fishing tournament, including the prize money that goes to the uh, the fishermen, and that is a, a ten thousand dollars in prize money. Mm-hmm. So we ended up getting a lot of uh, competitive fishermen um, that that join the tournament and take part in it year after year. One of the things, though, that just impresses me is the the army of volunteers that work at the plant and the families of the volunteers that all come to help. Not just the day of the tournament. But throughout the year to raise money, right? Yeah, it's just it's it's a it's it really show it's a testament to the type of people we have working at Braywood Station. I mean, we got folks getting their kids involved out there um, at the kids tournament, measuring fish and helping helping uh, make sure that fish get basket weighed after the adult fishing tournament. And it's really something that you you see you see you should see kids grow up at it year after year. Um, you know, one of our volunteers has, has been doing it with his kids, and and they've he, he started as as kids, and they're now adult, adults helping them with uh, with the tournament. Yeah, and that's just the the thing is, so, you know, there are many charity events that people have gone going or part of, and you know, it's a wide thing. But this stays so local, and when you can touch the soul of a local person in the community, it's like, you know, you can't even measure measure that. Yeah, we've we've had. I mean, folks are just the the amount of money that we're able to raise with this tournament. It does have a a, a huge impact on a lot of the local charities. Um, I'm sure the Braidwood Pantry here could talk about you know how much th- they'll be able to use the sixteen thousand dollars and what that means to them and their fundraising efforts. So exactly. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to say is now we haven't established anything for the this coming year for the tournament. But we'll, you'll find out all about it going through Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook at our the different sports shows that we're at. We'll have as much information for you as possible for you to sign up, be part of this unbelievable tournament that's people helping people. That's a great way to say that. Absolutely. We, uh, we really hope that we can have this tournament on Braidwood Lake. Right now we're tentatively 
hoping to do it on April 30th. Um, and that's if uh, the pandemic eases up and, and, and we're allowed to, to get out there and, uh, and host this event. So really hoping that happens next well, year. Right. Thanks for everything you do, my friend. And everybody out there that's listening to us, Thanks, make sure you keep that weekend open because as soon as we find out, you're going to hear about it. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Whoa. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the King County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and I am in the honor, I am in the presence of someone who I cannot even explain how good I feel talking to this young sportsman whose name is Carter McIntyre. Is that right, Carter? Yeah. How old are you, Carter? Nine. You're nine years old, and I I didn't meet him in person, but I met Carter, I saw Carter, is what I should say, at the Illinois Conservation Foundation's director's hunt. And... There's all these, you know, dads and uncles and aunts and grandpas and, you know, adult people walking around. And all of a sudden I see this guy walking past in hunting gear and everything else. And I go, who is this guy? And then later on, I'm talking to the director of the Illinois Department of National Resources, Colleen. And she said, have you heard about the young hunter who shot his first bird today. And I said, what? That's how I knew you harvested your first bird at this event. And I was really excited and fired up and everything about that because that is such a cool, cool thing. Now, was that the first time you've ever been to that event? Was no. That... Okay, that wasn't the first time you were there? Yeah. Okay. And uh, But what I want to know, Carter, you need to tell me what happened that day that you you went out did you get up early at the hotel no we went we drove from home oh did you yeah oh cool cool drove from home came to the event then you wound up having you went out into the field correct yeah who was with you my dad and a guy that he works with your dad and a guy that he works with huh that's mike quiver Mike Quiver, you said? <laughs> Mike Weaver. Oh, Mike Weaver. <laughs> Mike Weaver. Okay. So you were with your dad's friends, and you went in, You went to a field, and did you bring your own dogs, or was there a, do- the, a guide there? A guide there. Oh, there was. Okay. And do you remember what kind of dogs he had? What was the kind of name of the dog? Or not name, but what was kind of a dog? Pointers. Oh, pointers. They were pointers. You were walking in the fields hoping to find some pheasants, or they also had little birds, right? Yeah. Those are called quail. And what kind of a shotgun did you have? A 20-gauge. You had a 20-gauge? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, okay, the dog goes on point, right? Yeah. What, 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 happen, what happens next? We um, uh, went around the bird and jumped it up so we could shoot it. You went around the bird? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That sounds like that sounds like so much fun. And then what did the dog do? Um, uh, 
after we shot the quail, then he went and retrieved it. Mm. And then he brought it back? Yeah. Was everybody hooping and hollering? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. And So, you know, after you shot that quail, what did you do next? We went in the trail and we kept on trying to find quail and pheasants. You kept trying to find pheasants and quail? You harvested the bird, the quail, you harvested this quail, the, the dog retrieves it back, everybody was hooping and hollering, screaming and stuff like that, and then you went walking some more to, to try to get some other birds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how many birds flushed that day? A bunch. A bunch? Well, I can tell you that you did better than I did on my first day of that hunt, because <laughs> I didn't... It, the birds never flew in front of me. They always flew in front of the other people that were with me in the field. So they got birds. I didn't get them on the first day. The second day, I got my birds. But it was just, it was a lot of fun. But have have you ever gone pheasant hunting like that and quail hunting before? Yeah. Tell me about it. Was it pretty cool? Yeah. Hmm. What do you like about pheasant hunting? Um, I like when you get to jump the bird with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, of course, you're always doing proper safety, right, in the field? Yeah. Yeah, that's an important thing, isn't it? Now, uh, what, 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 were, you, were you wearing anything orange? Yeah. What, what did you have on? I had a cam. I mean, I had an orange hat on and an orange vest. Mm, an orange hat and orange vest. And then you had, you, you had to carry your gun, correct? Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And did any of the birds flush kind of, I don't I, I don't mean scare you, but catch you off guard like, oh, there's a bird there. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, they did. They, they trust. On the second day when we went out, we had some hunters go right where we wanted to go. They shot a bunch of birds. And then we were going in the exact same lane that they were. And we were like, well, they must have chased everybody out. And sure enough... I'm right from, I, I, I think I may have stepped on its tail feather. I got so close. That bird came up, and it came up straight in front of me that its wings touched my face. <laughs> so Chauncey here got a little bit, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> when, when that bird came up, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, and then you, you only hunted one day, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So once again, you're... Ten years old, you said? Nine. No, I'm sorry, nine years old. You're nine years old. You like hunting. You like fishing, right? Yeah. And then you like other sports too, right? Yeah, baseball, basketball, and football. Oh, football and, and baseball and stuff and like that. And you, you just can't wait for hunting season every year, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, did, now, when I talked to your dad a little bit, he told me that... You were, may have gone duck hunting the, the the weekend after the Conservation Foundation hunt. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, tell me about duck hunting. Um, uh, we seen right at daylight. We seen about one thousand tail flying around. Wow. Those are teal are fast flyers, aren't they? Uh huh. Wow, that's really cool. And, and who who was in the duck blind with you? Me and my dad and then this guy named Ryan Williams. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Did did you guys have a dog with you out there? Yeah, we had our dog named Remy. 
Oh, what kind, is it, what kind of dog do you have? A black lab. Oh, I used to have a black lab. They're good dogs. Those are good dogs. They like to eat a lot, but they're good dogs. <laughs> well, that's cool. And the, 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 did you, were you able to get any ducks when you're out duck hunting after that? After the pheasant hunt? Yeah. Yeah, you... we bought five. Ooh. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Got your first, it wasn't a pheasant, you got You got a quail, right? Yeah. Okay, you got a quail. Then you've got a, you know, went duck hunting with dad and his buddy and the and your dog. What was your dog's name again? Winnie. Winnie, okay. And so you went duck hunting with them. And But that's, get, you got to get up real early to go duck hunting, don't you? Yeah. Oh. Did you take a nap in the blind like Chauncey does? <laughs> no. Oh, you don't? I always take a nap in the blind. My brother does. Oh, your brother does? <laughs> that's yeah. cool. That is cool. That's so, so cool. And then, um, so what are some of the other things that you want to try to go hunting for as you get a little bit more older, maybe? Um, elk hunting. Elk hunting? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Carter, I'm impressed. So you want to go elk hunting and what else? Um, I want to go wild pig hunting. And wild pig hunt. Carter, you are the man. You the man. Oh, Carter, I am so impressed. I am so impressed. You haven't gone deer hunting yet, have you? Yeah. Oh, you have? What? I killed two pointers. Wait, you've already you've already gotten a deer? Yeah. You know, Carter, there are people listening to your voice right now on, on my radio show literally dropping their cup of coffee on the kitchen table because they're like, this kid's gone, gotten shot deer, he's got ducks, he's got a bioboid quail, he's got, and he wants to go elk hunting. That's amazing. And pig hunting. Oh my gosh, pig hunting. That's, you, like I says, I, can I tag along with you and go hunting with you? Sure. Oh, that would be so much fun. That would be fun, my friend. That would be so cool. So you did all of this, and then, you know, in between... Pheasant and quail hunting and going duck hunting, you played baseball, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. If, if if you were talking to, you know, some of your friends at school who've never gone hunting, what would you tell them to, to, about what it's like to go hunting? It's fun, and, I'm a, and when you're duck hunting, you get to cook food in the blind. Yes, you do cook food in the blind. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we learned what in our duck blind that we had in the middle of uh, the Des Plaines River for many years that any time we f- were frying bacon, it seems like that's when the ducks came by the blind. <laughs> I know that it's not true, but it, that's what happened. We'd be frying bacon in the back, and all of a sudden you hear quack, quack, quack. There were ducks in front of the blind. That's <laughs> just... They may have been looking for a breakfast sandwich. I don't know what they were doing. Well, Carter, My your dad what? Turn bacon because there was ducks all over. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That's that is so cool, Carter. Well, Carter, I want to say. Thank you for coming on the sh- uh, my program and talking about your first bobwhite quail and telling me how you went duck hunting afterwards and you know you were doing all the proper safety things when you're in the field with other people and you had a great time following the dog through the tall grass and then you in the future you want to go elk hunting and pig hunting and I'm still trying to you know 
<laughs> Carter, I am just in in awe of you. I am in awe of you, and I am in awe of what your your parents have taught you, how to love the outdoors, how to be a conservationist, and how to harvest the animals, enjoy them on the table, but also make it better for them with habitat and many other things. Carter, thank you so much. Thank you. So, Carter, Christmas is right around the corner. What are you looking for uh, Santa to bring over and leave under the tree this year? Some duck calls and waders. Duck calls, waders. Well, at least you're not asking for a boat yet. <laughs> cool. Carter, you are great. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine to the fishermen and hunters on your list. Midwest Outdoors is filled with information to help you enjoy the outdoors, where to go, what to use, and how to use it. And for only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. To buy a subscription, go to MidwestOutdoors.com. Feeling extra generous? Hey, give the three-year subscription for $45. If you're looking for a great gift for that outdoor person on your list will love or get those grandkids excited about the outdoors, go to MidwestOutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Your friends at Midwest Outdoors wish you all the best for this Christmas and the holidays. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on!
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Deer Hunters! Hey! How are you guys doing? You're listening to Shad Rap, and this one's going out to everyone who's heading up to the North Wisconsin woods to do a little deer hunt this year. Ho, ho, ho! This is Santa Claus, and you're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN Radio. And he knows the outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And we're not even going to call this guy because we had to get him on the phone before he even got close to us because we have Mr. Mark Kubal, who is the doctor of fishingology. Is that the is that your proper terminology on your master's degree, fishingology, Mark? <laughs> yeah, it's self proclaimed. Well, yeah. that's hey, it's okay to be self proclaimed. It's perfectly fine to be self proclaimed. Now, Mark, yeah. uh, we've talked to Mark about ice fishing. We've talked about coho fishing in the spring. You know, he's just one of us regular guys, except that he's a really good fisherman, and uh, his passion. He yes, he loves getting the fish out of Geneva and Delavan and here and running down south to the redfish and thing. He has this unbelievable passion like I do for those, as he puts it, big fat, because he doesn't want the little ones. He wants the big fat striped bandits in Lake Michigan, right? Yes, the yellow bandits, brother, you know it. <laughs> they are so good. Remember that guy on TV on Channel 7, the, the cookie, go, ooh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Release to the Greeks, right? You got it, Beb. You got it. Hey, Mark, I mean, there is so much commotion. Um, the, the perch kind of have become a, a winter fishery instead of the summer fishery that you and I grew up doing. And uh, it kind of took off when? Boy, I don't know. I, it's kinda, it has to be five, six years already where um, every, every no, November... Uh, mid, depending, mid to late November, early to mid to late November, depending mm-hmm. on water temperature. When it hits that 50-degree mark for about five to seven days, those perch move into uh, the Calumet, the mouth of the Calumet River, yeah. and then they move up. Traditionally, they move up through the um, the Calumet River system, Mm-hmm. Up further into the system, into the boat slips, yeah, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that, yeah, it's 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 been it's been it's been a lot of fun catching yeah. them. Um, I, I, the winter, the, the summer bite kind of dissipated, uh, you know, four four five years ago, and it's become a, a fall uh, slash winter bite now. Yeah, but it's like the the swallows at Capistrano in California all show up on that one day. The perch show up right around Thanksgiving-ish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year, last year the water cooled off sooner, mm-hmm. and they were in there really early November. Um, this week, this year it was I don't know three or four days uh, prior to that. Monday or Sunday of Thanksgiving week, where they started turning on, and mm. uh, it's yeah, folks have been doing really well by boat. 
and and at shore too. It's mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really nice to see all those folks out there with their families and you know new guys and gals meet each other for the first time and building friendships and that's what you know fishing's all about. It's it's about making memories and meeting new people and uh, you know people that you have things in common with. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I saw. Um this past week, I was in downtown Chicago, and there were a few perch fishermen on the north side of Navy Pier, and they were having fun, and they were catching some fish. No real big jumbos that I saw, but, you know, they were having fun, including a, a lovely older woman who just was so tickled pink, catching a perch, unhooking it, and throwing it back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the the area that's getting primary notification about all these perch is have really been the area like the 87th Street, uh, what is it, Steelhead Workers Park, I think it's called? Yes, right off of 87th and Lakeshore Drive. Right, and uh, there's part of that area that we're allowed to fish, the Park District area, and then there's an area that's a big slip where these the old ore boats used to come in, and, you know, we're really not allowed to fish that. Sometimes people are fishing it, or, you know, if there's no guard, they're sneaking in, but, you know... Be nice to the guard, everybody that's there. He's doing his or his or her job because it's a female there sometime working. But you see a lot of people in that area to start with, don't you? Yeah, you're. Uh, you'll see a lot of folks down at the 87th uh, area. You can park right on 87th there, mm-hmm. uh, right off, right off of the lakefront, and you can walk around the. Uh, big concrete blocks they have there and I I know folks are fishing on both sides of that now Mm, okay I've heard seen pictures and talked to a few guys that are fishing on the other side Um, I'm not sure but I believe that other side is private land I'm not 100% sure um, yeah it's private land I'm dead positive it is (laughs) yeah yeah but um, anyway they're they're doing really well I've, I've you know, I noticed uh, this year, um, being by boat fishing the, the mouth of the Calumet River there, I noticed a lot of bait from, you know, 30 feet of water from 12 feet down all the way down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. They weren't perch. No, huh? Uh, they were bait fish. I had the bottom scan on, the side scan. I could tell, you know, if they were perch. They just look different on the locator. That, mm-hmm. That's really important too, is to know know your locator if you're fishing by fishing by boat. How to locate schools of perch, mm-hmm. um, being able to determine what's a hard rock bottom or perch sitting real real tight to the bottom as well too. Mm-hmm. But um, now these perch yeah, are re- it, they're really following those bait fish. That's why they're in there. And I I don't know why the bait fish are there, but they're there, and I'm happy they're there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was really uh, cool to see all those bait fish in there. That's that's a real good sign. And you know, there's different uh, year classes that I'm I'm noticing too. I'm I'm noticing you know those those nice fourteen, fifteen inches, but there's a good mix of um, ten, eleven inch males, you know, and with those bigger females. And there's of course a whole hidden caboodle of the small eight to nine inches, but there's a nice myriad of, uh, uh, of different age, cl- you know, size and year classes, which is looking really good. 
seems like the, per- the population has a pretty good balance of young to medium to older mm-hmm. fish this year. Yeah, which is important. Which is important. Now, yeah. what, <clears throat> excuse me. They you you fish like the mouth of the Calumet River there, and then uh, you also you you go up the river. Now, I've heard of people fishing from shore around the railroad bridge, the what's 89th Street, 95th Street bridge. That the shore fishermen are there, and then I've seen boats, you know, up to Crowley's. Uh, that's a big turning basin uh, in the Calumet River, uh, Crowley's Boatyard. But then uh, some people are t- have talked to me, not a lot, about going all the way to the uh, the Ford plant. Have you heard about that? I was mm-hmm. fishing up in that area uh, early January of last year. Mm-hmm. I think my last trip that I did by boat, uh, I went all the way up. Not not far from the Fort Plate. Yeah, it was pretty far up there, several miles up the river. Yeah. You got to find what's important is when you're going up the river looking for spots, first thing you want to look for is bait, of course, but you want to find clean water, too. Clean water is really important. Um, clean water, bait fish, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Church do not like that. Dirty, dingy to dirty water. They'll, they'll, they avoid that stuff, so... A lot of times, sometimes the barges will uh, start moving equipment or whatever, and they'll dredge that water up, and it's pretty much time to leave that area and mm-hmm. scoot around a little bit. Because they'll, they'll, I've noticed, too, fishing in the mouth of the Calumet River, a barge will come by, and if the barge is going down the right side... Uh, going out into the lake, they'll chase those perch over to the left side of the channel, <laughs> and you just—it's kind of like a game of ping pong. And the boats that come in, mm-hmm. they come up the north side of of the channel on the right side, and they'll scooch the perch over to the south side of the channel. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little trick that yeah. some of us are, are you know, tuned into over the years. For, for perch fishing. Now, let's talk about the important thing. What what are people using to catch these perch, gear-wise? Well, you know, I used to get real fancy-schmancy with little jigs and this and that, but I've I've always come back to uh, a real a standard crappie rig. I can, you can get them at, you know, any store for 99 cents a a simple eagle claw uh, crappie rig. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is I, instead of using the snells that are that come with the package, I I tie on uh, eight pound cigar fluorocarbon with these Mister Crappie hooks, size six, the gold hook. Mm-hmm. And um, my main line is eight pound uh, Fireline crystal. And I've got a one uh, one ounce weight on the bottom, and you know what? Nine out of ten times I'm using that. Once in a while, I'll switch the other rod up with perch flies instead of the gold, Mister Crappy Gold hooks. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little five foot six ultralight rod that I call Billy Blue, <laughs> and um, I. I got this rig called the Monona rig that I learned from uh, Gene up at DNS Bait and Tackle up in Madison. It's a a barrel, quarter ounce barrel weight with a bead below 
it and your barrels swivel and then about 18 inches of that same 8-pound cigar fluorocarbon. But I tie on a cubby mini mine in chartreuse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll hook a minnow through the mouth. And when I can't get perched on any other, like the crappie rig, or they won't hit the one with the, you know, the gold hooks or the perch flies, I'll drop that down. And that works really well, too, when the fish are kind of disinterested. You can use that to cast. You just drop, drop it down, crank it off the bottom so that things kind of moves around a little. Or you can cast it out, let it sink to the bottom, and you slowly drag it back, too. That works, too. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way. And that gives people an idea of what the, you know, you don't have to get crazy with gear. Uh, you know, no. you, you know, medium to light action gear is probably some of your better things to go with. And, uh, you know, don't go heavy. You don't need it. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I use, uh, old bass, uh, pro, uh, spinning rods are called micro lights. Mm-hmm. But these are like eight, eight foot, six inch rods. You can't get them anymore. Yeah. I've got them several years ago. They were about 34, 35 bucks. And I put on a medium, you know, mm-hmm. uh, presidential Fluger uh, spinning reel, which is a very, very well, it's a it's a good price reel, the great drag system. And I like the eight pound um, fluorocarbon and the eight pound uh, fire line, because if you hook a lake trout or, uh, you know, something else like a burbot, you'll be able to get that fish in. You won't oh, yeah. lose them. Yeah, cool. Well, is, uh, you want to give a little shout out to the kids at the school? Did you know I wanted to do that? My yeah. team seven one, Chauncey. I'm on a new team this year, mm-hmm. and I, I'll tell you, I'm on a team with some wonderful people: Melissa Hurd, Chris Crawl, Deb Lindsay, Barbara uh, Marshall. We uh, are just a wonderful group of teachers, and uh, I'm on team seven one this year. I moved up to seventh grade this year, mm. and I'm teaching biology and. Uh, social studies, mm-hmm. and I want to give a shout out to the seven one uh, still uh, bulldogs and uh, the whole school still bulldogs in district two hundred four. Man, great great group of people. Well, Mark, I wish when I was in school, grade school, I had teachers like you and the other ones that are help a part of your team because it would have made school a lot more fun and a lot more interesting. Yeah, appreciate that, Chauncey. Very All nice right. of you to say. Anything else, my friend, before I get to let you go? No, no. We uh, we went out, just a quick quick report. Last trip out, we were out last Saturday after the rollers. It was a little rolly out there, mm-hmm. but uh, we caught some, caught some decent fish in the Calumet River mouth mm-hmm. and uh, out, out by the gap there is a good spot, too. And um, a little east, a little further up the gap there's a red can out there you can catch fish out there too and all the way up through the river cool cool well thanks for coming on mark and telling everybody about how to catch perch right in our own front yard okay i appreciate that chauncey good talking to you you too you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors okay forest animals kids are coming to the forest and it's up to us to make their visit a good one sparrow Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. He's late every morning. Okay. 
Squirrel! The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 
1-800-242-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com biz bait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> segment is brought to you by waterworks waterworks boat sales at 18660 south cicero avenue in country club hills 708-798-9700 now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole we may not get a bite all day but don't you rush away what a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones you feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade Whether it's hot Whether it's cool Oh, what a spot For whistling like a fool What a fine day to take a stroll And wander vision hole I can't think of a better way Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you put a little bit of, uh, you know, chunks of lead from your fishing tackle box in your pocket because it's going to be blowing pretty hard today. I don't think you're going to see many people out perch fishing when that wind starts kicking up heavier and heavier later uh, in the morning here. So be careful out there. And those of you that are fishing up in Wisconsin on the ice, always check the ice for thickness and have all of your safety gear and always go fishing with the buddy. Let's get into my grandson Aiden's fishing report sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, the Midwest number one Lund dealer. Papa, I got a runny nose this week and sneezing. <laughs> That's not how he spelled sneezing though. <laughs> so mom did not let me go out this week, but I talked to my friends and they told me what they did. It was not much fun just talking about fishing. I would rather go fishing, but it was cool. Uncle Tom took another trip to the Lake St. Clair area, and he told me and saw other shore anglers catching panfish and yellow perch from the canals by the marina and other places along the shore. He's going to bring me a package of perch so I can have perch for breakfast and eggs. He said, I like that. So he said, if I liked it, he says, you should like it too. That's pretty good. Um, Roger's dad and mom fished Muskegon. 
when Roger was in school, he was bummed about that and was not happy that they went out fishing without him, but they did not get any whitefish jigging in the channel of Muskegon Lake. They, a few lake whitefish were caught on some small jigs by other anglers in boats, but nobody off the concrete area. He wasn't feeling so bad when they didn't catch any fish. Bob's dad was fishing Grand Haven and with, saw a bunch of other fishermen there on the pier for steelhead, but it was a little slow. No lake whitefish were caught there. Don't forget to tell Santa all the fishing things. I hope he will leave me because I should be on his real good list since I help you out every week so much. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> this kid is working it. This kid is working it. You can't go wrong with that. Okay, let's talk about fishing, though, <clears throat> in the area. Lake Michigan. Perch numbers are pretty much, you know, that's what everybody's chasing on the lakefront. They are getting a few steelhead in the harbors, believe it or not, and that's some nice eating fish and some good fighting fish, but they're getting these perch in a number of different areas throughout uh, the Chicagoland area. They're starting to pick up some out of Diversity Harbor, which is a good sign, but most of the action has been down at the 87th Street, on uh, 88 9th Street, 80, 95th Street Bridge, uh, boats in the canal there, that I should say the, the channel, the Calumet Channel there, the river that's where a lot of the action's been going on uh and you heard the report from our good buddy uh, mr kubal so uh, get out there try to catch some fish and i have a few cubby mini mites in there uh calumet river for those anglers that are coming out of northwest indiana they've been working that same areas as the the illinois anglers trying to pick up some fish but the steelhead action in jigs tipped with bee moths that's little waxworms or uh, spawn sacks rolled in some of the creeks are still doing quite well uh, if you can get out there. But very, very light fishing pressure there. Everybody's looking for perch. Uh, whitefish and lake trout are being taken off of Michigan City Pier. Blade baits and small pieces of uh, night crawlers or skein, which is just a chunk of uh, salmon roe, are doing the best. Cook County Forest Preserve, skim ice, kept a lot of people off that uh, waters in the last couple of days, it's uh, they're talking about it being above free, you know, well above freezing for a few days. So you should start seeing some people working the windblown side of the lake. It's going to be tough to fish the lakes, lakes and ponds today because of the wind, but you should do okay. Keep your bait small, bobber small, lines light. That's what's going to work out real well. Our buddies down at Rend Lake Area t uh, Tourism at rendlake.com for all that information said a few more anglers came out fishing the 154 bridge uh and they're getting 50 percent of the fish were small but 50 percent are keepers so that's a good ratio in my mind <laughs> those of you uh that are trolling with a spider rig they're kind of setting themselves up between 12 and 15 feet and are just slowly puttering around the lake along the shoreline area and that's they're picking up some fish that way too uh if you can find an area that is gets full sun on those rocks on the shoreline that rocks will dissipate the heat into the water and that'll also draw fish so that's really a cool thing to try up on the chain of lakes it's a little bit on the rough side there <laughs> water levels are extremely low uh, so use caution if you're launching a boat and be careful uh, some people tried walking out on some skim ice in the back channels some did all right some got wet and they were the back channels only were holding maybe two to three feet of water Hey, I can hear the flute playing, so we must be coming to the end of the show, and I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb. It comes from Apensui Majua. What is life? 
It is the flash of a firefly in the night. It is the breath of a buffalo in the wintertime. It is the little shadow which runs across the grass and loses itself in the sunset. For my friend Apensui Majawat, what is life? We've lost too many friends. And always remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're catching. We really are barring it all from our children's children's children. That's so true today, yesterday, and tomorrow. And you know what? With this holiday season, pick up a fishing combo for not just your own kids. Pick one up for a neighbor kid and just put that it's from Santa because you just may have created a whole new fishing crew with your kids and the neighbor's kids. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors, everyone. Bye.